in a world few have dared to explore. Two men set out on an epic journey to answer life's manliest questions. From the Fortress of Smoothitude in Lawrence, Kansas, it's The Gentleman Podcast with Glenn Stansberry and Brian McKinney. Welcome to the Gentleman Podcast. I am Brian McKinney. I'm sitting to the left of the irreplaceable. Wow. Glenn Stansberry. You know, I was trying to think of a, a term to describe you this week, Glenn. I was thinking irreplaceable. Because, you know, now that now that Carson's passed away for several years, who could sit in this couch next to me? You know, I was trying Johnny to Johnny Carson? Johnny Carson. Yeah, of course. I'm I thought you were saying Carson Daly. And no, like, no, no, no. He's Daly. still alive. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but that's clearly not. But Johnny <laughs> Carson. I could sit next to Johnny Carson and we could probably do pretty good. But yeah. other than that, who are you going to get? You know? Like, Wow. Well, there's probably like a thousand people. Well, at least I, like off the top of my head. I was thinking about. I, I had about eight, a list of about eight hundred people. Eight hundred. Yeah. Okay. So several wow. people, but yeah. I mean, but uh, it's you know that's a pretty small list. I mean, how many people are in the world? Uh, three 10, billion. Oh yeah, three, three billion. Probably closer to three billion. So only eight hundred people could be sitting on this couch right now, next to me. That'd be a lot of people on one couch. That would be a big couch. <laughs> but let's hope that never has to happen. It's like a Dr. Seuss story. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, well, welcome to Gentleman uh, Podcast Episode Eleven. Um, thanks for checking checking it out. Uh, we are co creators, co founders, co developers of a site called Gentleman dot com. Yep. And if you'd like to find out more about this episode, find out more about the links from this episode, you can visit podcast dot uh, where you will find pictures of Glenn and I. That's right. Uh, in compromising positions. Whoa. Um, Wait, where where is this? Oh. Did I say not the right URL? Uh, it, uh, maybe Google compromising positions and Glenn Stansberry. What? No. And see what comes up. <laughs> there's, there's nothing, people. No, nothing. I got that. I mean, there, nothing will probably come up there. But you might. It'd be a fun exercise to check out. Um, but seriously, if you want to catch up with this podcast, podcast.gentleman.com, you can download more episodes. You can see uh, links that we're talking about in this episode. Um, you can. Glenn's, uh, what's, what's going on there, Glenn? Sorry, I'm just, I'm just plugging in a, <clears throat> an eccentric cord. Is that here. something that should have been taken care of pre-episode? You Glenn? know, I, I probably should have done that. Okay. But, uh, you know what? We're not, the show must go on. That's right. Glenn. That's right. It's all part of the show. You're really ruining the professionalism of this show, Glenn. Ah, we, uh, well. I mean, let's be honest here. Those 800 other people probably. Yeah, they probably would have plugged it in first. A little bit more professional than me. <clears throat> Well, maybe I'll have to start going down the list. <laughs> um, Carson Daly. Yeah. So visit gentleman.com, podcast.gentleman.com, Twitter, Instagram, Plurk, uh, the usual suspects. Um, LinkedIn, of course. We always want Meet up. Yeah, meet up. Um, plenty of fish. MySpaces. Uh, oh, MySpaces. Yeah. MySpacesHotOrNot.com. Hotornot. <laughs> yeah, um, that would be fantastic. Actually. Yes, it would. Um, so let's get started with the episode, Glenn. Uh, this we're going to start with the as we always do with the drink of the week. Yep, the drink of the week. I'll I'll, uh, I'll explain this one. Yeah. Uh, though Brian is very familiar with it, I've just recently become a, a big fan of a drink called the Moscow Mule, mm -hmm. which is um, uh, one part vodka, one part ginger beer, mm -hmm. which is like ginger ale but less sweet and a little bit more gingery. Mm. And then uh, a, a dash of lime. And you can also add mint to it. I never have mint handy. 
Oh. Uh, so it just, I don't think I've had one with mint, so... So, that, yeah, that would be good. Uh, but, anyway, so that's the Moscow Mule. But today, we are... We're boldly trying something... Yeah, um, that has never been tried before, maybe. Well, not the way we do it. Not the way we do it. So, yeah. instead of just your run-of-the-mill vodka, mm. as the alcohol in the drink, we have replaced it with... Old Granddad Whiskey. Old Granddad Whiskey. Which, if anybody here has been listening to any of the previous episodes... Right. One, I'm sorry. Two... Yeah. Um... That means that you know that Old Granddad is basically the official drink of gentlemen. It's what yes. we use to uh, in our in our in it our fueled yeah. our original our original building of the site. Exactly, it's fueled many things since. Right. Um, we won't want to get into that right now because that would be there's Google prob- compromising yeah no, compromising yeah. situations. <laughs> Uh, but but it, that, so we're, we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do the gentleman mule, the gentleman mule. And I looked this up when it, you know the mule. I was like, what does the mule refer to? Mm-hmm. And, and the mule actually refers to a drink with ginger beer in it. Oh, so really? It's yeah, it's called a buck or a mule drink because it contains ginger beer. Oh. So that's where that comes from. So it is technically the right a gentleman mule would be a a, a good uh, name for it because we uh, the mule part of it is the. Um, the ginger beer and the gentleman part of it is the old grad man. Is everything else exactly? Yeah, the uh, yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm I'm a little uh, scared to try this actually because well, the ingredients are a little weird. Uh, yeah. Bourbon, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> bourbon, ginger beer, and lime. Yeah. Right. So it could be refreshing or terrible. This may be something we either need to spit out or patent. Well, that's pretty much a metaphor for everything that we do, Glenn. Actually, yeah, that could be refreshing kind of- or terrible. <laughs> and that's kind of what we do. So this works out really that's well. That's how we roll. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, Brian, shall we? Yeah, let's, right. let's try it. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, and, and uh, one other thing. Brian is actually drinking from an official... Yeah, the... Uh, the, co- the Was it copper? Yeah, it's a copper... Copper muck. Right. Which so, is what you're supposed to use for... For... Yeah, because of the... It, it, keeps, it, it cool. keeps really cold. Yeah. So. All right, here we go. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Patent. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not too bad. It's a little different. Actually, yeah, it's not. It's not bad at all. Mm. It's. I kind of like it. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. It's refreshing. Yeah. It is refreshing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I can't. Maybe I'm just tasting a lot of ice at this point. Mm. Yeah, there's some ice in there. It's yeah. good. It's very. Good. It's. It's. I've had so worse. Recommended. Right. <laughs> I mean, yes, recommended. Not that I've has the stamp of, of approval on it. <laughs> so. Forget the vodka, folks. Who's drinking vodka? Right. It's clear. Russians. Yeah, yeah, Russians. Exactly. That's who's drinking. Right. Have you ever seen Rocky Two? Right. Um, yeah. The Saint. Yeah. Seriously. So avoid. Yeah. Avoid vodka, please, Rocky folks. Two. Yeah. Uh, well, depending on whose side you're on, you know, there's only two sides, Glenn. Ivan Drago. Exactly. I mean, I mean Rocky. That's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's not talk about because now we're gonna get the NSA is gonna be involved with this right. show. And is Ivan Drago Drago like a hot hot word? Could be. Yeah, yeah, like code word for something else. Um, okay, so moving along, we've established that the gentleman mule is an acceptable drink. Yes. So more than acceptable. All you need is uh, some old granddad bourbon, a little bit of lime juice, and some ginger beer. Yeah. And you'll have a refreshing summertime drink. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's a registered trademark of gentleman.com. It is. Also, Brian. Before we tie into the next section, yeah, um, we should probably give an update to everyone listening. Uh, I think there's fifteen. We have fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, the, 15 15, you, yeah. the fifteen of you out there mm-hmm. have been quite active and have catapulted us. Yes. Somehow. Right. From the some... from the depths yeah. into 
iTunes' new and noteworthy section. Yes. Uh, I don't know how. This must be a mistake. A technical glitch on right. Apple's part right. has somehow landed us on the new and noteworthy list. If, they, um, if they'd actually listened to an episode, mm-hmm. they would have probably There's no way. Us. Right. Yeah. Their algorithm must be broken. Oh, man. Clearly. But somehow, they, they, there's just there must be some kind of a window where we've slipped into the new and noteworthy section. Right. Somebody's going to um, get fired for it. Yeah. Seriously, there's only 15 people listening to this. Heads will roll. Yeah. They, they can't be new and noteworthy. 15 people? <laughs> wow. But um, it's true. Somehow, we managed to crack the uh, iTunes new and noteworthy, which is pretty great. Pretty and awesome. Yeah. We're, uh, I'm excited we about We kind of wondered if anybody would listen to this. and Yeah. People other are than, other than our family, yeah, and and we don't. I don't have fifteen family members, right? So somebody out there must be listening to this. I do, but half of them can't read. <sighs> They're like that's yeah under ten, yeah, so. and they probably don't have iTunes in that case. No, okay, no. So right, okay, so yeah, so we have been. People have downloaded this this these podcasts and listened to them. Yeah. So for that, we're grateful and thank you. We for are listening. grateful uh, and a little bit scared because you know, <laughs> there's a little bit of pressure now. We, yeah, we we and and we've said lots of stuff about ourselves on these episodes, right? But uh, right, you know, if one yeah. were to download all the episodes, they would and- find out our life stories. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> which remember that one time I cried? Yeah, on the episode, on, uh, I edited that out. Actually, well, you know how daisies get me. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a touching episode. That was a very special episode of the Gentleman Podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> but moving on, right? Moving on. Um, thanks for checking out the podcast for sure. Yes, we really appreciate it. In all honesty, and uh, we're gonna keep on keeping on with the podcast, and hope you guys enjoy it. That's right. And if you do, leave us a good review. And if you don't, don't review it. Yeah, just walk away. <laughs> just, just leave it be. All right? Yeah, don't. You know, there's no need to throw barbs around. <laughs> yeah. Come on, get better things to do with your time. Exactly. So. Anyway, moving on. So now we're going to get into a few interesting posts at Gentleman.com in the last week or so, Glenn. That's right. The first post is by a wonderful Gentleman member named El Sueco, who has provided lots of fodder yeah. the past few months, probably longer. Yeah. He's really been catching fire here. Um, I read some of his stuff every day. So. Seriously. like yeah. The guy is posting all the time. and. Um, this is this is uh, titled uh, "Soldier Buy Soldier Buys Bosnian Boy a New One Hundred Thousand Pound Face." Mm-hmm. So that's what one hundred thousand pounds. We're talking about not weight. We're talking about um, right. monetary. Guy's really big. Yeah, hundred thousand pounds face. Really heavy. Yeah, seriously. Um, uh, no, this is a, this is a good story about. Uh, it's all about um, a soldier that uh, was from the UK. Um, he was doing a peacetime mission in mm-hmm. Bosnia uh, and met a father of this boy. Um, who had a terrible, tragic um, mm-hmm. uh, situation, a deformity uh, that he was born with, um, that basically was threatening his life. It was some kind of a deformity that, that could have uh, basically killed him. Um, and instead of just kind of, you know, walking away and, and, and not ever thinking about it again, this, this soldier promised the kid that he'd do everything he could to help him take care of it. Um and so he immediately set about on like a, I think it was like said it was like a ten year um, mission to raise funds for this surgery so that this boy could have a, a, a kind of a, a reconstructed face um, that would help him uh, not only avoid um, you know the, the, the worst situation which would be him passing away but um, also give him more of a normal um, appearance so that he could have a better you know life. Yeah. Um- he it, and he said he collected eighty five thousand pounds, which is pretty for the first surgery. And then he had to the, the doctor told him, you know, you're going to need another surgery after this to kind of. Uh, I think he said what ten years later they're going to mm-hmm. have to 
I do another surgery to kind of make it a little bit better and kind of upkeep it because I'm guessing his face changes and he grows. And, right. But anyway, it's it's a really cool story. This is a uh, it's pretty cool. You get to see all these pictures of of the boy aging and mm-hmm. and and also the soldier aging over time. But they've they've developed this relationship. But man. That, the kid's face before he has the first surgery mm-hmm. is just like it's kind of heartbreaking. It yeah. is like he's like it's like a mirror trick, you mm-hmm. know, like you know you. Yeah, anyway, it's like a, well, a, refle- a weird reflection. It's actually his face. And what's really cool is it goes on to say that um, this guy, the 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 guy that raised all the funds for him, has two sons that are eighteen and nineteen years old now, uh, and they mentioned about how it was really inspiring because they never heard the guy complain one time about. Yeah. Uh, the the problems he faced, uh, but he you know he said that he felt like the luckiest kid in the world because of all the yeah. you know all the help that this guy was able to give to him, and it makes you really think you know like when you see something like that, the tendency is just to kind of man, feel bad for about it for a second and then don't think you can do anything about it, you know? Right. Um, but this is one guy that really cared and, uh-huh. and didn't believe that he couldn't do anything about it and and followed through and, and did the right thing. Ten years. Ten, ten years. years. Yeah. But, you know, that's also something he can look back on, you know, over his life that he really helped somebody else have a good, you know, right. good life. So, awesome story. Our hats off to you, Mr. Ingram. Exactly. What a what a model person to go out there and do a tough thing that was the right thing to do, you know? Yeah. So, so also, also, one other thing. He's a soldier, right? He's a soldier, yeah. Oftentimes people associate soldiers with, you know, yeah. mentality and, yeah, you know, and all this stuff. Yeah, this is this is but really great. An amazing story of compassion from mm-hmm. you know a soldier that was on a peacekeeping mission in another country. So, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of, of of good good things that people do, this is another good one from uh, El Suaco again. Uh, strikes again. Um, this is this is another situation where you kind of like you mentioned, you know, a soldier uh, that you always think of kind of being a rough guy doing you know doing the right thing. This is uh, you know you, you read all these headlines. Um, about athletes misbehaving, doing bad things, contract you know, negotiations, contract negotiations, you know, off-field issues, yeah. on-field issues, terrible stuff. And then, but this is actually highlighting eleven times athletes did awesome things. Yeah, Mental Floss has a great little article. Um, they they highlight eleven different athletes, um, which is pretty cool. Like for example, the first one, Kyle Long, who is a uh, a pro bull guard for the Bears, Chicago Bears. Um, this. Kid, this father has a son in elementary school, I think. Uh, he's, he's nine, so uh, has a son, and the son was being bullied a lot. And he, uh, I don't know what, what, why the father decided to, you know, reach out to uh, the the Bears I uh, think, player. I think it was something where it's like his favorite player or something. So he, oh, it was the boy's favorite. Player. He like replied. He at replied him on Twitter or something. Gotcha. And 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 Kyle Long replied back, and. Uh, and kind of had this dialogue with his father, and initially the, the, he said he was going to go like ride the school bus with right. them, but then they realized it's probably like not appropriate and maybe illegal. Maybe illegal, yeah. So, to have a twenty-five-year-old pro bowler riding the school bus with a bunch of kids, yeah, yeah, that's, that's not a good idea. Not going to fly. But but he uh, did have a the boy had a birthday party, and he and Kyle along with the Chuck E. Cheese to spend time with the kid. That's cool. It's pretty cool, right? Here's the thing, man. I I. I, I think that's cool. All right. But I think what really should have happened is Kyle Long should have showed up on the playground. <laughs> you know? Just hanging out outside the fence. And then, as yeah, exactly. My eyes on you, boys. Yeah. You know? Like, mm-hmm. do not mess with my man or you're going to have some consequences. Yeah, yeah he's a... Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there are a couple other really good ones, though. Um, I like the one where there's a soccer player that... Yeah. Um, 
one of the wives of one of his teammates um, was uh, battling leukemia. Mm-hmm. So as a show of solidarity, they all registered as being bone marrow trans- uh, transplanters. Or, uh, the whole soccer team did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it turned out that uh, like four years later... Um, you know, he kind of did it and forgot about it, and then it came up that he was a match for somebody else that was uh, in grave, you know, grave situation. Um, and even though it, it was kind of risking his career because they didn't know what was going to happen to you know his athletic ability after it's basically a painful surgery to your lower back, which he has to have to be a, a you know top performing athlete. Yeah, he's a goalie. Yeah. yeah. And so, but instead of uh, you know trying to play it safe and not do it, he he went ahead with it and, and actually. Um, Donated bone marrow to her, so yeah, and I, I think this was last season, and I think he missed the whole like mm-hmm. rest of the season. Like, yeah, I don't know how far in the season they were; it doesn't say, but yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty awesome, yeah, pretty impressive, definitely. Uh, I mean, there's 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 one more that I you know really that I really like, yeah. um, and this one, uh, you know, we were just talking about some professional athletes that you know uh, donated, you know bone marrow and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff but this is a really cool one that is it's a 9 and a 10 year old swimmer and they're 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 like some of the top swimmers competing against each other um, and the 10 year old got injured and wasn't able to compete at the meets anymore um, for that season uh, and the the nine year old wrote him this letter in handwriting. It, it looks, you know, it's obviously a nine year old's handwriting, but <laughs> the letter's all about how he really appreciated competing against him, and uh, he he wants to get him back so that, you know, he said he'd rather take second place uh, in a meet that he that he's competing against this kid in uh, than win it without him there. Um, so really cool sportsmanship thing, or they're they're like you know fighting against each other. But the kid talks about how he's always looked up to the other kid, and it yeah. really you know a good show of sportsmanship. Um, so that's a good you know it's good to know that like in this cutthroat like athletics thing, and these kids you know who knows what their coaches are telling them and everything like that. But he you know did the right thing. And he's a great sportsman. Um, yeah, good example. I think the thing I like, you know, they have a shot of the letter that he wrote in the handwritten mm-hmm. letter. Mm-hmm. One of one of the favorite parts is, you know, he's he signs it, your friend Josh. None of that. He puts Jupiter Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put the team name yeah, on that. Jupiter Dragons. Just in case yeah, you don't know me. Yeah, I'm from Jupiter Dragons. I'm, I'm you, a, you may have heard of me. Yeah, you know. Uh, no, but and that's something where some of these pro athletes could. I mean, I, I don't. This is a story about how pro athletes actually do the right thing a lot of times. But a lot of times, you also do hear like stories about them being jerks to each other and, and all this right. stuff you know but so maybe they could take a take a hint from the nine-year-old kid that wrote this really nice letter yeah you know, you know um, egos egos are so big you know once yeah. you get yeah i mean yeah yeah I and all the trash talking that goes on between the different players you know and like man yeah yeah so really great story a lot of really good athletes out there and the only thing we hear about like a lot of things is the negative stuff so um, you know, good to see some real positive stuff and know that there is actually a lot of positive stuff that professional athletes and even amateur athletes uh, contribute. So Absolutely. Uh, the the next hack, moving right along, mm-hmm. is from our good friend Razorback, yep. who has posted... Um, I don't, after this, he might not be our good friend anymore. This is kind of a... It's, the post is kind of gross. Is this, you really think so? I don't know. I kind of. I mean, yeah. last episode we. Well, let's just What's talk about the post. This this is a bacon wrapped alligator with a whole chicken in its mouth, and mm-hmm. it's basically. Oh, <laughs> My yeah, it's basically what a a, a recipe, a how to. Um, it's and, a very short article, just just basically like 
documenting did this. <laughs> documenting that this actually happened somewhere. Right. And I don't think whoa, it's... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not just anywhere. Well, they say Australia, but somebody makes the point that this is a alligator and Australia is crocodiles or something like that? I don't know. Somebody, oh, Crocodile Dundee, that makes sense. A, somebody made a comment... Um, where was that? Oh, in the- oh, it says here. Uh, Razorback says, I doubt this is Australia because the article implies that since they have crocs there... Or, the, the article implies since they have crocs there, not gators. My guess is probably Louisiana or Florida. That's a good guess. Awesome, awesome nonetheless. Now, was it episode 10 that we discussed? The uh, the bar- the alligator barbecue? Right, where we watched that long, long video. <laughs> This is a really hour, simple, really simple uh, recipe here. Long recipe of uh, smoking a alligator. Right, and he's like, "If you ever want to go tailgating, yeah, all right, you ever want to go to here's this really simple recipe. Really simple. Two hours later, yeah, hours. you're done prepping the gator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you made the spices, uh, and then it's time to actually do the work. Uh, but Ooh, yeah, Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, um, but so this looks pretty. I don't know. Maybe I'll eat this. I don't know, man. Would you eat this? I'd eat the chicken. Well, the chicken looks good, but... Bacon-wrapped alligator. I've never had alligator anyway. I've never had alligator either. I know that... I mean... I heard it tastes like chicken, mm-hmm. but I think it was that guy from... <laughs> the one, uh, you know, epic tutorial mm-hmm. that we got, so... My favorite part of this is the first line. It says, remember the chicken? <laughs> the festive Christmas dish, dish featuring a chicken stuffed with octopus ten- tentacles and oh. garnished with bacon. You know, I don't remember that. I don't remember that either, Glenn. Why don't I remember that? Well, maybe no one ever posted it to gentleman.com, which is the only site that I go to daily. Yep. I, I. Some people go to CNN. Some people go to USA Today. I go to gentleman.com. Here's the other thing I have. And I, oh, sorry, I, I agree with you, right? We, this is all the news we need. I'm just saying, yeah. Uh, the other thing about this article that I don't understand, it's actually in the lead image that's... Uh, it doesn't show it on gentlemen, but if you click through to the article, you mm-hmm. see a, a, a long version mm. of the of the grill with the gator on it. Mm-hmm. And what I want to know is if this guy is willing to wrap bacon around this crocodile mm-hmm. or gator, I mean, mm-hmm. all the way around it, and then stuff a chicken in its mouth. Yes. What is in what are what's in these four like the, oh the foil, foil wrapped? I mean, if he's covering that up. Yeah, right. <laughs> what what is in that? What, what is in the foiled? So there's some foil wrapped things at the top that we don't know like, what it is. Are these skulls? Are um, they human heads? Could be lots of different things. A foot, a human foot maybe. Yeah. <laughs> there's four. There's two hands and a, two feet. Oh. So maybe. I don't oh, know. maybe maybe he found those in the gator. Could be. Yeah. So oh, you know, okay, that makes sense. There we go. So he's really he's really being very green because he's using everything <laughs> from the animal, including what the meal that the animal just ate. Wow. So okay, man. Um, yeah, I do think I think it's a little bit weird that it says only in Australia, um, and it's pretty sharp a razorback to pick up on the fact that um, you know they have crocs, not gators. You can get nothing by that, man. I know. So he's a gentleman and a scholar. Exactly, and we don't want to unnecessarily provoke Australians. Yeah, please. Let's exactly. Not do that. Let's They're not crazy. do that. They are. Yeah. So let's let's leave that alone. Oh. Um. So uh, final final tech of the day. That's right. We have a uh, attack uh, from a ten man nine seven zero three zero. Who, by the way, incidentally, if you've ever through correspondence, I have I have had a dialogue with Tin Man. Mm-hmm. And his avatar right there is yeah. an actual um, uh, that's, that's piece of armor that he made. Oh, he really made this? Yeah, he said it weighs 
I think he said 16 pounds or something like that. Wow. So he was an the- apprentice okay. for, a, for a metalsmith or something like that. Wow. I'm probably watching this. Sorry, Tin Man, but I think it should be pointed out and noted that that is an incredible... See, I thought it was... Uh, speaking of Australians, I thought it was a picture <laughs> of Ned Kelly. Because Ned Kelly's famous for wearing a a, a, a fashioned uh, metal helmet. Who's Ned Kelly? Ned Kelly is a famous Australian outlaw. Um, oh, okay. That... Uh, you know, it was kind of a Robin Hood figure to, to Australians, and uh, this was wow. like in the kind of uh, the wild Australian version of yeah. Robin Hood. He's probably really crazy. So, <laughs> but he's famous for wearing homemade armor, huh. and one of his one of his homemade armor things is, is a helmet that kind of resembles this. So yeah. I didn't, I always thought that that was a Ned Kelly thing, but apparently not. Yeah, no, no. Oh tin, no, it looks totally okay. Tin yeah. Man made that. Wow. Uh, so that's that's pretty manly right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Very I'm, cool. I'm impressed. But anyway, the the tack that he has so kindly shared with us that we are going to talk about right now is the couple builds a tiny house for thirty three thousand dollars, thirty three thousand American dollars, mm-hmm. and releases the plans. Um, and so the article um, just kind of goes on to talk about this tiny little how how this couple built this house mm-hmm. um, as just a way to. Uh, I don't think I don't think it was like a, a. It seems like they're very like they're like we just talked about. They're very like green. Yeah, you know, yeah like yeah, they, yeah. they have a very you know conscious about uh, you know using materials and all this stuff. And the whole idea of the house was based around you know downsizing and and keeping it as cheap as possible and all mm-hmm. this stuff. But though the stuff in the house in this article looks really expensive. Yeah, that's a good it looks point. really high end actually. Well, the house for thirty three thousand dollars is. Inclusive of everything. That's like kitchen cabinets, appliances, everything. Um, really? But it's eight by, what was it, eight by 28? 28, yeah, 28 by eight and a half. So he said it's 220 square feet on the uh, mm-hmm. bottom level, and then there's a couple of sleeping lofts. But um, I think it's really, it's a cool idea, and I appreciate that the fact that they're living there, but I don't know if I could pull that off. I don't know. That was that was going to be my question to you, is could you, could you do it? It looks like a cool house. It's just, I, I mean... If you watch the video, he like walks in the door and he like says, "Okay, well, this is my living room," and it's like three feet in front of him. <laughs> he's like, "This is my living room couch," and it's like, you know. And then he's like talking about how he used glass on, in all these places so that it seemed more open and mm-hmm. like you could. It just it didn't feel like you were getting closed in. Like I'm sorry, dude. Like if you got <laughs> eight feet for your like the house, like I'm I'm gonna feel pretty claustrophobic in there when I come to visit. Right. Which I will be coming to soon. So please send me an invitation <laughs> and I'll check it out in person. Brian wants to see it. Exactly. And I want to stay there. Right. For weeks. In your Right. Because that's right. just what a, a two hundred and twenty one square foot home needs is another house guest. Yeah. If you're gonna put it through its paces, you need a house guest. And you need one that is like me, that's very abrasive and difficult to deal with. <laughs> because otherwise <laughs> you're just faking it. You know? That's right. Come on. He said he's got two sleeping lofts. Two. I'll live in one two. end of the house. You and your wife live in the other. And we'll see what happens. One end of the house. We'll you see. get like high five from, yeah. from the other end of the house. We'll see how this how committed they really are, Glenn, when they have me visit. I, I would like to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What my other question is, you know, I mean, I've got two daughters. Mm. Wow. What, what if a family of four is, is living in a 200? That's 50 square feet per person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Glenn. I, I don't have experience with that. So, well, I do. Fifty-five. Sorry. Just uh, just as a spectator in that situation. Oh, you have. Well, I mean, just spectating your oh yeah, yeah. travails and trials. With. I think it'd be like like when you get on an airplane, you know, mm-hmm. and you sit next to that family that has like two kids, mm-hmm. 
and you can't move, mm-hmm. and you're going to Australia. Mm, right. You know? um, Except you're on like a never-ending flight. You are. Never-ending flight to man, nowhere. that's really depressing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I am. So, just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, boy, this a dark turn. Wait, nowhere? Okay, I... I, I no, you're, I, you're flying to a, a great land. A beautiful... It's like a... A beautiful landscape. <laughs> you're flying. To, you're flying to Australia, except you're just never. Getting I'm going there. to my happy place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Except it's okay. taking forever to get there. It's taking a long time. Take it, and hey. But yeah. But when we get, there's like this is like a country song, right? Yeah. So probably. Yeah. Get to the other side. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this is taking a dark turn. <laughs> yep, yep. tangent. So, so we've established that we both couldn't couldn't hack this. I, I don't know for a fact until I go live with these people. You know what? I think we should do first. I think you should go live in Asia, mm. somewhere where space is a premium. I was just gonna say it's very American of me to sit here yeah. and be like, "Oh, I couldn't do this." Yeah, you know. But then there's people that are living in like boxes yeah. in different places. You know, yeah. like. Uh, I I don't know if it's just is it it's just a Western idea that space is good you know I don't know yeah we're fortunate I know I know you know Asian cultures is like you know it, it it's very close quarter just because mm-hmm. of population and crowding and things like that um, well it's so weird too because I mean if you go to some of these houses like I was looking at houses for a while you know mm-hmm. and I went into one that it was like a it was like a house that a like a golf coach or something or tennis coach had had built here. Okay, and it was like three houses. I mean, it was like there was like one wing, a second wing, and then like a third wing, and it was like it was insane. What were you doing looking at this house? It, they had dropped it by a hundred thousand dollars. What? Yeah, it was wow. a, it was a three hundred some thousand dollar house. It was super outdated, and so it needed a lot of work. And they dropped it down to like two hundred some thousand dollars. Wow. Um. And so, it, but probably it, having a hard time selling like the three section house too. It was the it was so it was so weird because I've never walked into a house and said this is too much like this is too much space. But it was like way 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 too much space. <laughs> but so people, I mean, that's the opposite of the spectrum. I right. mean, this like I don't know how big their family was, but there's no way you could even justify how big this house was. I don't know how many square feet it was, but it was insane. Like it would you. It would t- you could jog back and forth across the house and have a good workout going on there. Wow. You know? I mean, I don't know. So, I, I think it's a cool idea. I, what I want to see is what these people could do with $100,000. Because that's still cheap. Right. $100,000, still cheap. They go cheap. up. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they get if they, three times the area, maybe. So, <laughs> so good. They're actually not very cost efficient, are they? Yeah, really. When you think about it. Yeah. Well, you, I don't know. Most houses are like 1,500 square feet, so. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Okay, so maybe... That could be a good country home for $33,000. Yeah. Somebody, one gentleman uh, member uh, commented and said, you know, <laughs> I have trailer cabins just like this is the KOA campgrounds. Uh, nice. It would make a great mountain retreat, but it's hardly worth thirty three k. Yeah. Agreed. Which I think is kind of my... Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. If you had this perched on like a mountain. Yeah. Right? And, and every window overlooked, you know, a beautiful scenic whatsoever. Right. You know, whatsoever. What well, I don't know, one beautiful scenic view, right? Mm-hmm. Then uh, it would be, yeah, I, I, yeah, okay, I, I'm, yeah. I'm on board there. But it looks like it's just kind of in a lot somewhere. Yeah, well, it's know. on five acres in the country. Okay, somewhere. so it's not. But still, he's got a good point. Thirty-three thousand dollars for a two hundred and 
I don't know. He, oh. Is it roughly like 300 and some square feet? It's on wheels, so you can pull oh. it. Oh, it's on the trailer. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, so that kind of changes anywhere. it a little bit. Yeah. All right. So you got a mobile home. Yeah. Mobile home for $33,000. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, as soon as I move in with these people, yeah. I, will, I will report back. So look for episode 25 okay. after I've lived with these people for several weeks, and we'll see how they how, how committed they are to their lifestyle. <laughs> I'd love to see the proposed upgrades that you <laughs> yeah. you managed to pass along. I've got some ideas, <laughs> you know? All right. Okay. Uh, so there was some anything, interesting things posted at Gentleman.com over the last week or so. Yes. So. Um, the next segment that we always do, which is, I mean, it, we always do it, right. but that's a good reason behind that. We always yes. do it because it's a great segment. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's good to take a breath once in a while and yes. toast people that are really impressive, you know, gentlemen. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. really, really impress me. Now, I, I, I co-created Gentleman.com, so, right. you know. Not a lot impresses Brian. I, I'm not, I'm no slouch. You right. Know? But <laughs> some of these luminaries are right. more, they have more impressive resume than I do. So. I, I'm excited about the man we're, we're toasting this week. I, yeah. I look up to a lot of, I've read a lot of things about him. and Yeah. Uh, we're talking about a guy named Richard Branson. Sir. Sir. He's been knighted. Richard Branson. Yeah. Um, owner of the Virgin Empire. Well, yeah. owner, CEO... I don't know what... Head honcho, Big Cheese. Yeah, Big Cheese is a good word. Uh, it's a good founder, founder. Founder. Let's yeah. call it that. But uh, I don't, let's see. They, they have they have phones. They have airlines. They have... They had records. They sold that. Everything. It, it, he, Richard's pretty much done everything. But the thing the thing I love most about Sir Richard Branson is his, like, this carefree, like... Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of takes this, like... He, Very cavalier approach. Yeah, he... Somebody was asking about competition, and he's like, "He's like, oh, I love competition." And he's like, "You know, I, I welcome it." He's like, "I hope that I'll never be able, you know, I'll never be so wrapped up in like my own my own business and everything that I can't take it as like can't be, you know, it's 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 just business. At the end of the day, it's just business, and yeah. I should be able to have a beer with my competitor." And yeah, like, and he yeah. he has, you know, anyway. Yeah, so I mean, I, the 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 thing I was you know I was reading through his bio and stuff like that just to kind of refresh myself because I know a little bit about the guy, but I didn't you know it was good to kind of take a refresher course on him you know yeah um, started uh, Virgin Records yep out of a basement of a church right um, where most records most record yeah, stores yeah. you know but there was some like he 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 was doing some kind of like questionable practices I guess he yeah. was beating the price of all his competitors by yeah. a significant amount because he wasn't paying some tax on it or something because he's in a church uh, no it was something about how he's just kind of avoiding the whole tax issue and then he had to pay for it later oh but, well uh, you know we've all everybody's made mistakes but the thing that I liked about him was he had a quote there you know Virgin does everything like we said airlines. Rec, you know the records and they even they even tried like the cola cola yeah. virgin cola is it still there no I don't think so I think I, that that's one of the things that they kind of like <laughs> I think coke like squashed them like a bug yeah uh, I mean everybody makes mistakes man everybody gets into weird markets yeah, you can't hit a home run every time well and what I liked about him was he had some quote where he was saying that basically like he's his whole life has been about setting impossible goals and then somehow rising to that you know rising above those levels of, you know, there's no way I could possibly create an airline and then, like, going out and creating an airline. You know? Or, there's no way I could possibly own an island. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, there's no way I could, like, possibly do space tourism 
and, right you know, you know I forgot about the space stuff yeah, yeah. The, uh, Virgin Galactic yeah yeah man um, so so yeah uh, let's see here what what I read I read one of his books and I can't remember what it was but there's a lot of anecdotes and things about his life in it mm-hmm. um, there's two things I can think of that stick out <laughs> uh, immediately and one of them is uh, he did a so he's always doing goofy stuff like he's always doing he's he's just kind of you know out there when it comes to PR and stuff like that like nothing mm-hmm. he has no shame right um, so like for example actually this is a gentleman I saw this on Gentleman uh, maybe about a year or two ago um, he posed as a uh, he made a he made a friendly wager with a competing airline mm. uh, owner okay and he said you know I don't know what the stakes were or what what the what the uh, the competition was but basically he lost right okay and so to pay for the bet he had to act as a stewardess on the other person's airline for a day oh yeah and so he was basically yeah, yeah. in drag yeah, and then, yeah it's like good that he's a dude stuff. because he was not pretty yeah he was a very unfortunate right. looking woman right but he you know he that's what I'm saying doesn't take himself too seriously yeah you got um, to man there's yeah. another time where he was uh, I don't remember what he's promoted probably Virgin Mobile and there he was supposed to gosh I'm gonna mix this up Something about him hang gliding or like jumping off a building or something like and and it went horribly wrong and Oh really? He he like smacked him to the side of the building and it was like an awful like PR disaster. But he was like, Well, whatever you know, and I mean I think he was actually injured from the thing. Oh, really? and, <laughs> That's still pretty good PR because you're yeah. still gonna be everywhere. Hey, you know, uh, you know bad press is still press, yeah. right? The old adage. Um the other thing is that he's a, like he he tries to break all these world records like he's like yep. balloon rides and like all this stuff like nautical vehicles i read something mm-hmm. about like a sub- submerged vehicle that he took across the english channel or something yeah like covered in porpoise oil um well, who, who, to, that's how most people travel right yeah exactly i mean i don't know if you're trying to break a world record in you know especially in the english channel you're going to want to use porpoise oil mm-hmm. sure but that's just a pro tip for anybody out there that's trying to break some kind of record <laughs> in an aquatic vehicle you're going to want to use por- porpoise oil i've heard that michael phelps uses that oh i you know I don't. I don't think we were supposed to say that. But oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, an M Phelps. M Phelps. Mike Phelps. Mikey. Mick. Little Mikey Phelps. Mick Phelps. Mick. <laughs> Mick Phelps. Yeah, Mick, Mick Phelps. Phelps. Uh, Mick Phelps, Phelps. If you're listening. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Enjoy your subway. Right. <laughs> um. So anyway, Richard Branson. Yeah. Um. Pretty impressive guy. He's he's done a few things. You know. Yeah. I guess that means we need to get into other industries, Glenn, besides the web. Maybe like fast food or something. Fast food. Yeah, like you could be gentleman burger. You have wings. You have experience at Sonic, so you were a sous chef at Sonic. Would we? Yeah. Um, sous chef. Yeah, that's what I yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I put I'll, these frozen patties on a grill. I'll I'll do the roller skates. I'll get the roller skates on, okay. and I'll go out and serve the food to the people. You'll be back there cooking it. Could wow. Be, could be a could be a start of something. You know, it's funny you should say that because one time. I was working as a cook, right? And my friends came by in the car, and they ordered mm. food. And mm-hmm. They're like, "Hey, it's good work," you know. They, yeah. You know, you're in high school, right? And you know, I was, and so they uh, they tipped me, right? Okay. They sent me this tip, uh-huh. and the manager was like, "No, you don't get that tip, Glenn." And I was like, "Why not?" And he's like, "Only car hops. Oh. Only car hops get tips." Okay. Well, yeah. Wouldn't give me the dollar or dollar fifty or whatever. <sighs> wow. It was, and somebody made that dollar fifty off your name, Glenn. Oh yeah. yeah. Were they gonna come to Sonic if I wasn't working there? That's right. No exactly. way. Exactly. No way. So That's a sad story, Glenn. I'm sorry. Well, 
Anyway, I'm sorry a toast, Richard Branson. Yeah, Richard Branson. Don't tip the cooks car. Or that's that's not- car. car. <laughs> it's confusing advice, Glenn. <laughs> that's on it. Uh, anyway, yeah, I guess you can't tip the cook, huh? Mm-mm. I've never been to a restaurant where I've been like, hey, this one's for the cook. You know, they on a cruise they'll do that. Oh, really? You're 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 uh, what's the strongly uh, uh, recommended? It's strongly recommended that you tip the chef. head chef. And he stands like at the door and is like, "Hey, I'm the head chef." <laughs> yeah, yeah, would, yeah. yeah. Um, I would, I would, you know, you always want to, you always want to be aware of, not beware, but like be aware mm-hmm. of the person that's cooking your food. Oh yeah, that they have a whole lot of power. You know, they, they can either give you a good experience or a really bad experience. Or they can give you food poisoning. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't want to mess around with that. It's like it's a good thing like doctors don't take tips because you don't want to. <laughs> Be cheap then, you know? You know, that reminds me... I watched an episode of The Office, and one of the main characters had a good point. He said, I never... Like, they, they were out somewhere. For those who know The Office, is Dwight's character. And he mm-hmm. said, you know, I was like, are you going to tip him? He's like, no, why would I tip him? It's like, well, because, you know, he, she made your food. or Right. And he's like, so? He's like, I could have done that. I only tip people I, I, I who uh, can do things that I can't, right? Yeah. So I tip my doctor, and I tip <laughs> my dentist, and... <laughs> Hey man, whatever it takes. <laughs> I so, would not be above it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Richard Branson's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Written a lot. There's he's written a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff written about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get it. We'll try to get him on the gentleman podcast. Oh man, how awesome would that be? We'll have him sit in between me and Glenn. Oh man, and we'll have some some gentleman meals together. I have to wear my pair of gentleman depends. Yes, after I pee myself. I'm hanging out with Richard Branson. That will not be a very good episode because it will be me and Glenn just stammering the whole time. So, so Richard, uh, so remember that time that you you, you, you remember that time you <laughs> jumped off that building, you, you you posed naked with your <laughs> with the phone only covering your self. Remember that time? That was that cool. Ad? That was, that was so really cool. cool. <laughs> oh. So anyway, maybe yeah. that's a bad yeah, idea. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> um. So maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we should. No. Just, yeah. I'm sure he'll listen to this though, and and if you, when you listen to this, Richard, thanks for all you do. Yeah, you know, we might as well we might as well tell you that right now. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So moving on from Richard Branson, Sir Richard Branson, um, we are going to get into the hot button, hot button topic. <laughs> this is uh, this is where we we take some super controversial issue over the past week mm. and we discuss it we thoroughly. Do. Both sides, all sides of the equation, That's except right. when we don't. We discuss one side of the equation because we feel very strongly about that. That's right. And boy, howdy, do I feel strongly about this week's topic? Well, I think everyone does. This is this is a hot button topic. Uh, yeah. So just to just to get into this one, I mean, okay. So you have Tim Cook. Yep. Apple Apple CEO. You got Johnny Ive, right? Apple designer. Yeah. And now you got their newest exec, right? Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre on the uh, uh, you know, old school rapper. Yeah. What? Uh, from you know Sugar Hill Gang. I can't remember what. Sugar. I can't remember. <laughs> N.W.A. N.W.A. Okay. N.W.A. Um, 80s rapper. He's rappers delight, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> um. So anyway, um, N.W.A. You're right. N.W.A. Uh, and then of course his his solo effort. With a little guy named Snoop Doggy Dog, right? Um, which was was famous, but 
You know, he was like, he was a successful rapper. You know, he was doing pretty well. You know, that whole West Coast thing that was going on in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you know what? I don't need to do this anymore. I'm going to get into some other stuff. So I started trying a couple different things. He's like, I'm going to start a head co- headphone company. Mm-hmm. Because right then, you know, Apple iPods. Yep. Had the iPhone, or the, the, the headphones that were tiny and you couldn't hear any bass in them. So he's like, I'm going to go the opposite direction. I'm going to make yeah. super stylish headphones um, that are like huge and you know like yeah. whatever I don't know how this guy does it Glenn I don't know how he, he he was a rapper and now he's a board member at Apple yeah that's uh, not a conventional route to no it's uh, not being in the on, on a board for a company like Apple or yeah usually it's like you know a special advisor or yeah. advisory board Seriously. or you know yeah. like a, throw him a bone kind of thing well he's gonna be calling he's gonna be actually I wonder how much Say he'll have like what does that mean? Like I don't know. I mean, it was, the sale was for a three. Oh, oh, the other, the other shoe, the other side of the equation here. He is now what he called the first billionaire rapper. But after ta- okay, so the company sold for Beats sold for three billion. He gets a billion, but after taxes, I think they said he was worth like eight hundred million. Right. So, but who can blame man. a guy? I blame for, him. Oh, you're saying do that. some math, okay? okay. Yeah. Because Forbes is not going to give him. Okay, right. I really don't blame him. Well, here's the thing: two hundred million. I saw a video of him. Yep. Apparently released after he found out that he was going to be a almost billionaire. Yeah. And I gotta say, Glenn, he seemed pretty happy. Was it really? What he is, seemed very. He seemed very joyous. I would say. What I would describe the man as joyous. I haven't seen this. I don't know if you've ever seen anybody that can't stop smiling. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like even if he's trying to be serious, he's got like a permagrin on his face. Permagrin. And that's what Dr. Dre looked like. He looked like he was a very happy man. Did he say the doctor is in? Well, no, he didn't. No. But oh, okay. You know how that phrase "money can't buy love," right? Like that. Money can't buy happiness. Right. I'd say Dr. Dre might be. Going against that grain. Can buy a smile. Yeah, it can. It sure can. It looked like he had a nice big smile on his face. I mean, he was. But the thing is, though, is that he wasn't poor. Oh no, no, no. Before no. that, right? Beats wasn't exactly a failure. No. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I think once you get past a certain, you know, amount of millions, that's what they say. It's, that it's like a hundred thousand. It's like a diminishing returns after a certain yeah. point. But I don't know. They also say more money, more problems. Glenn. That's right. Uh, a famous East I always Coast say rapper that. said that. Yes. So maybe he doesn't believe that because he's on the he's from the West Coast. But I don't know. So maybe we need to talk to him about this. Maybe we need to to sit him down and have a have a you know like a fireside chat with Dr. Dre about <laughs> about his billionaire status and what that really means. I uh, yeah. How, how, so to get to pull the pull the reins in a little bit. Mm-hmm. This is a hot button issue because. Yeah. This is kind of um, unprecedented for Apple, right? They've, yeah. They've kind of kept their cards pretty close. Uh, yeah. You know, you kind of have to come up through the company and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And here's Dr. Dre, who's going to be a board member. It actually reminded me of uh, Disney purchasing uh, oh, Lucas. Pixar. Oh, okay. Because then Steve Jobs became a board member because right. he was involved with Pixar. And this is very similar because Dr. Dre was like an advisor to – I mean – I assume he, he was kind of an advisory role to this headphone company. Like, I know his name was on it, but, like, I don't know how much of the tech he actually worked on or anything like right. that. So he's kind of just, like, a figurehead guy. But now he finds himself, like, in, you know, possibly being a board member for Apple. You know? Right. So it's just really, I don't know, really strange. 
Yeah. I mean, and they also, by doing this, I mean, at least I, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a, a professional pundit when mm. it comes to. Well, not, yeah, you are. You're talking on a gentleman podcast. Well, yes, I'm a pundit on all things manly, but. <clears throat> when, but <laughs> You're a pontificator right. of all things manly. But I'm, I'm, what I'm getting at is I'm no, I'm no expert when it comes to business um, mm. acquisitions gotcha. and things like that. Gotcha. So, so Apple acquiring Beats mm-hmm. for a tiny $3 billion mm-hmm. Which just sounds even crazier now when you yep. say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean for like Apple's headphones? Like for the for the I, yeah. you know like iPod mm-hmm. the iconic? Are they basically saying yeah these are kind of crap and these are better? Yeah, I are don't they know. Just, are they just trying to buy the market there, share? There's a lot of controversy about exactly why they are purchasing Beats. Some people initially thought it was because of their music service. But then it became <laughs> like a hundred thousand subscribers. It, beca- it came out that they have yeah. less than a hundred thousand, or right around a hundred thousand yeah. subscribers. Even after all the publicity, everything mm-hmm. that they've done, they only have a hundred thousand subscribers. So the, the thought is like, well, it can't be that, right? You know. So then they goes like, well, maybe it's for the actual hardware that they have, the headphones and the right. you know all that stuff or whatever. And then there's people that think it's because of you know the 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 guys that work there Dr. Dre and, and the other guy I, this is terrible that I can't remember his name but he's a very well known music industry guy um, right. and apparently maybe they want to have their input creatively on their products I don't know see me personally I believe I, I think that this is Apple trying to reach a new demographic okay right? I don't I you know typically when I think of like you know Apple's always had that stigma of being like a yuppie kind of brand oh you know? I see what you're saying you know like people yeah. who wait in line for something that's like well, incrementally you, changed and spend yeah. hundreds of dollars that's a good point it, it, you have all those commercials where like Samsung will have the guy like go up to a line of nerds standing in line right, for like right. a, for an iPhone product or yep. whatever and like this is supposed to be more kind of like you know whatever right. like the everyman kind of like you know thing or whatever like actually but Beats is like super high end stuff so it's like yeah it's but, weird. but but when I see Dr. Dre I don't think yuppie right okay gotcha you see what I'm saying like yeah. I think he, like, he's, he like was class, a, classy yeah you know what I mean like well yeah, I mean he was like he was like a, a, a founding you know rapper more right. or less in terms of so, in terms yeah, of okay. rap status so mm-hmm. I don't associate Apple with rap right you know I don't it's right. just you know, I think it's a. I think it's a way to 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 pay three billion dollars to get a different. Like yeah, okay. I see and it's also Beats is Beats is thumping, man. It's yeah, they're, they're they're growing like crazy. So yeah, well, you know, I yeah, that's a good point. Um, there it could be. Who knows? Who knows? And the thing is, three billion dollars is nothing to Apple. I right. mean, you know, that's like walking down the street and buying a newspaper to them. Like right, you know. I, I have to. I, I do have to question Apple. I mean, they've made some blunders this week. We're on new and noteworthy. Oh, it's true. And then they buy Beats. Yeah. This is what's going on. There's something going on. I you know? I don't know what to make of this. Uh, they, clearly, they have some algorithm problems. Uh, their accountants are probably <laughs> yeah. making mistakes. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know what's going right. on. There's there's clearly something awry at Apple. Uh. <laughs> um. So well, yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, there have been some mistakes made at Apple in the last right, couple weeks. Heads are gonna roll. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Doctor J won't be at Apple right. um, very long. Wait, 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 gentlemen. Yeah, new noteworthy. Yeah, I'm Tim, out. Tim, I'm Tim, out. No, Tim, <laughs> Tim Cook's gonna be sitting in his office. He's gonna pop up new and noteworthy. He's gonna click on the gentleman <laughs> podcast, and he's gonna be slamming his desk, <laughs> throwing the desk out. You know, it'll be a it'll be I a tyrant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what has happened to our podcast? This is terrible. 
Ah, quality's gone downhill. Yeah, mm. I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no one tell Tim Cook about the Gentleman Podcast, please. <laughs> um, so, okay, so we're in agreement that it's really weird that Dr. Dre is going to be on the board of Apple. We'll see what happens yes. with that. I would buy some Apple-branded Beats, maybe. I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's the thing is, I've, I don't really... Maybe? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I'm pretty I okay. Wanna, I wouldn't want to hear them. I would actually want to hear what they sound like. Mm-hmm. I've listened to them before. Really? I don't, it's just they're just really heavy. It's all a lot marketing. of lot of bass. It's very. It's all marketing. Uh, that makes it's sense. Just, they're just heavy bass headphones. I mean, it, this isn't rocket science. Yeah, but there's other brands out there that do that. But the marketing was executed excellently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I mean, just the whole idea of getting celebrities to use them and, and all that stuff. Right, and and the other thing too, I was actually looking at a pair today for the gentleman reserve. Mm-hmm. I think we listed a pair. Oh yeah. And uh, I noticed that they, I've never bought Beats before, but apparently their earbuds, they oh. offer different sizes of like the the plugs mm, to fit everybody's different. Ears. Right. That's my rub with with like the Apple. the iPod. Man, yeah. I they always fall out of my ears. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Mm. I don't know. Maybe you have like. <laughs> bad ears or something <laughs> what <laughs> you know they say everybody's ears like their fingerprint Glenn really so everybody has their own unique mm. shape so maybe yours are just like malformed or something could be mm. I, I don't know I'll blame my father or something okay okay so we've now we've uncovered some some serious stuff here okay so moving on from uh, from the hot button topic, um, we're gonna talk about this is one of the this is one of the audience's favorites, Glenn. This yes. is this is a this is a you know the, the, of the fifteen people listening to the podcast, yeah. you know even Tim Cook has let us know that <laughs> this is one of his favorite segments. Yes, uh, this is the questions from the gentleman mailbag. This yep. is where you, the audience, send us questions um, and we answer them. Yeah, and now that now that we've actually published thing for people to to mm-hmm, listen. Mm-hmm. Um, we may actually have to start opening that up. Yeah, we would like to know. We would like to get your questions. The, the only thing is, this is okay. This is a little bit weird, guys. But the only thing is that we only take questions in the form of a handwritten letter that's sent to Gentleman Headquarters. So if you want to send a letter to Gentleman, well, I can't give you my real address, but what I can do is give you our post office box <laughs> in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, that's uh, post office box number four four two three zero five. Yeah. So, uh, send us a letter to gentlemen, uh, gentlemen co-founders at P, uh, PO Box four four two three zero five, Lawrence Kansas six six zero four four, with your question in it, mm-hmm. uh, and we may read it on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're we're reading actual questions that we received in this very manner. Well, a very similar manner to this, um, right. <laughs> in a manner of speaking, right? Very similar to this. Yep. Um, right now, mm-hmm. and so let's get into these questions, then. Okay, let's do it, Brian. Um, what's the best old school? Like when I say old school, I don't oh. mean like yep. Nintendo sixty four. You mean because that's like new school. 8-bit I'm talking Nintendo. about eight bit. Oh. Uh, what's your favorite Nintendo old school game? There were, I think there were two games that I thought of. Uh, did you ever play Transylvania? You had like a web, yes, or, or Castle, Castlevania. Castlevania, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, Transylvania. Oops. Well, okay. Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania. I love that game. Mm -hmm. And I also loved Contra. Oh, Contra. But Contra is hard to play. It's like super... Yeah, it is really hard. Aiming your gun at 45 degree angles. Yeah, and and you only have three lives. Right. So, you know, it's impossible to get through that game in three lives. Yeah. I I never figured that out. You know? Three lives. 
But yeah, that, that'd awesome. be my. Uh, that'd be if my anybody pick. has any contra tips, because I, I <laughs> as a kid I, with the three lives, I just never, I never was there. I don't know. I wasn't able to do it very well. It's really hard. Yeah, but um, still fun. Oh, contra is a great game. I love the noise of the gun. And yeah, but it's like a. I can't describe, dude. I don't know how much R and D went into these games, but <laughs> they're awesome. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what it is about them, but they're just some really good games. Well, I was gonna say, you know, like it's shown that like the simple games are the mm-hmm. ones that people really latch onto. Like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, just the latest example is Flappy Birds, right? Mm-hmm. But people can't, couldn't. I guess they they could if you still have it on your phone. You can't right. stop playing it, right? Right. Um, and studies show that the simple games are the most mm-hmm. addictive ones. I've seen other games that I yeah. play on my phone. Yeah. Solitaire, right? Yeah. Well, like, a right. super old game, but. Right. I played this, what, like, Plants vs. Zombies or something. And all you do is you just put, like, different, you know, plants down that, like, do different things to the zombies. It's very contrived. It's very simple. But it was, I got, like, sucked into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, I guess, yeah, I see what you're saying. And, you know, it's, it's funny because, like, we have all this technology now, all these, like, real-life kind of games and everything, yep. and they're still side-scrolling, like, right. Nintendo-style 8-bit yeah. games, except they look a little bit better, and, and they have different tastes. I don't need them to look better. I know. Yeah, that's true. I had two completely different ones. Okay. But you, I totally forgot about Contra. Contra's awesome. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Um, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, B, A, start. Well, now we're going to have to, now we're going to have to, uh play some Contra now. Okay. Yeah. So after the show, me and Glenn are going to yeah. fire, the... fire up some Contra 8-bit style. Blow up the gate. <sighs> yeah. Blow yeah. Up the cartridge. Oh, yeah. You gotta blow up the cartridge. Blow inside yeah. the cartridge. Yeah. I don't know. Or the, uh, the, I mean, the console. I don't know if that what actually was, did anything. What was wrong with that? Why did it do that? What, was Did blowing out the cartridge actually solve it? I don't think... I read something about this. I don't think it actually did anything. <sighs> mine, at least mine, for mine to know, it was always how you... Like, after a while, it got kind of... You positioned know. weird. You, yeah. Oh, because the spring. That's right. That's what it was. The, the latch got right. knocked out of position. Right. But mine was like, like how you put the con- the game into the console mm-hmm. was like if you got it off track just a little bit, yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't play. It had to line up perfectly. <sighs> how did that even happen? Kids across the country blowing into the cartridges before they put it back in. Because I, I, I did that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to look into that. This could be a class action lawsuit going on here. <laughs> My two favorites okay. were pretty obvious ones. These were created by the Nintendo company themselves. Uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers. Okay. I mean, that was... Wait, the do you first remember? one? Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, originally the first one. Okay. Do you remember the um, the robot with with Nintendo? Like, Is this like a marketing thing? Well, there was this version of Nintendo oh, that had like yeah. a robot... That had there was a game yeah where the robot would like spin these cylinders or yes. something and then it would like drop and then in the game it would do something yes what's cool about Nintendo and this is different than Super Mario Brothers but what's cool about Nintendo is that they weren't afraid of trying different things right like the power glove the power glove you know oh man yeah how cool or was the, that or the uh, the the pad right what was that yeah Did, there's like some games like track or something oh like, yeah it's basically like Wii Fit but yeah. 20 years ago yeah 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 25 years ago so they had they had some killer ideas man mm-hmm. I mean the robot was not very usable but it was really cool that they tried it and yeah. it was like you know and, and, and yeah the power up the Game Boy you know Game Boy well there's also that big um, controller you could use like with like um, like a arcade style controller did oh, you ever right. use that for the oh Nintendo? yeah 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 the arcade like the big joystick yeah, yeah. yeah. duck hunt gun mm, duck hunt that was a classic yeah oh, um, so I would say that but the, my favorite game of all time mm. is probably Zelda Legend oh, of Zelda oh that's a great game yeah 
And yeah. I actually do have to say, this is embarrassing. I'm going to admit something that's true that I'm, I'm... I don't think I've ever told anybody. Do you want me to leave the room? Would you? Yeah, okay. just for a second. Okay. Uh, Glenn left the room. Uh, I'm going to go on record here and say something that I've never told anyone before. I was never able to finish The Legend of Zelda. What? <laughs> I so, just ran back into the room. Uh, how? Did I hear you say you never I, finished I, Zelda? I never finished it. Hold I, on. Here, let me give you a cheat code for that. <sighs> left, down, left, <laughs> up, 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 up. So, start. As a kid, I wasn't, like, I played it when I was a young kid. Right. And I got to the last level and I was never able to, 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 to you know, get to the peak of that mountain. Really? I was never, yeah, I didn't have a Tenzing Norgay to, uh, to, to help me get to, to like, you know, get to that level. Um, I got lost. I couldn't, I couldn't get out of that labyrinth. Wow. Know? So I could never get it done. So I've never in my life ever actually beat the original Legend of Zelda. Man. I'll, I know that you probably don't want to hang out with me anymore and that's okay. Brian, so maybe look, this is the last have, podcast. I don't know. We all have our things. That's true. You know, I, I have my hangups, my hurts. Yeah. Um, but part, part of the, pro- what I've learned through this Filming what? This is 12th? 11th? This is 11th. 11th episode is that there's a lot of healing that can be, that can happen if we yeah. just talk about things, right? It's true. Okay? It's so, true. Here, here, we'll, we'll look up some cheats, all right? Okay. We'll, we'll figure out how to do this. You're okay. going to get this done. We're going to get to this together. Okay. All right? Okay. Oh, okay. All right, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, uh, for, thanks for understanding, man. Yeah. That yeah. means a lot to me. I, yeah. I love how the... the, the Speed of Zelda. I love the sound that the sword makes. Oh yeah, the, it's so the whishing sound. Yeah. Well, like when it hits something too, it's like a, it's oh, like yeah. a titting glass. Yeah. yeah. You know, or something. But everything about those games was cool. The yeah. music. Yeah. How cool was the music? Mm. You know, I mean, really well done, really yeah. catchy, really like so, like soaked into your brain now because you spent hours oh. playing that when you were a kid. I'm trying to think of other games we played. Uh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. That was. Good. I think it's more when I was a kid. Paperboy. Mm, I, never, I, I never played that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. I can't remember. I, I played like a all NBA, the Mario Brothers. All the Mario Brothers. I played like an NBA basketball NBA, one that yeah. was like ridiculous. Because as soon as you figure out how to do stuff, you could just immediately throttle <laughs> right everybody else. But there was a time period in high school where we actually like dusted off the old Nintendo, yeah, and we would spend hours playing like Punch Out. Oh, <laughs> Punch and, Out! Like, yeah, we would like yeah. go and like it would be like me and a bunch of my high school buddies, and we'd like take turns like playing Punch Out, and then like playing each other in that NBA game, and they were still fun. We still had a ton of fun playing those games. Like I remember playing Punch Out for like the second time when I was older, and I loved it. It was so much fun. Man, that is a hard game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. King uh, Hippo. King Hippo. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever get past Hippo. Uh, I can't remember. I, did, I made it to Tyson the, sec, the second really? time, but I got I got waxed in that match. Tyson, uh, he did, yeah, mm, it was, mm, uh, mm. He. I, I was not able to win that game, I don't believe. Yeah. So I, I guess I have a history of failures in the Nintendo realm, wow. the original. Yeah. So, but like you said, uh, Glenn, you know, everybody, everybody has their downfalls, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess, you know, I just have to come to terms with my shortcomings and on, <laughs> on the Nintendo 8-bit system. It's okay. Yeah. There are worse things to have shortcomings about. I, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Time will only tell. <clears throat> Time will tell. Um, so getting on to the next question. Yes. Um, there's, there's a little thing uh, that happens every summer. Yep. It's a phenomenon that has a name, and it's called Summer Blockbusters. Right. And so what happens is all the major studios take the opportunity of the the summer 
mm-hmm. to uh, release a certain kind of movie, which is like a like the the ones that they're putting all their they're betting the farm on. They're betting the farm on these movies. They gotta they gotta bring in the crowds. That's right. Uh, and so there's several of these movies coming out this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the 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 surprising thing about them is that there's a few of them that don't look like they're going to be very good. Hmm. So I'm wondering, my we're we're wondering what what's the worst looking summer blockbuster that you've seen? Well, I mean, you've seen for this summer, right? The the trailers, upcoming yeah. summer, yeah. Um, well, uh, I, I will say uh, that the Hercules movie looks pretty awful. Now that's got Dwayne Johnson in it, The Rock. Yeah, yeah. Right? The Rock. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that I thought Dwayne Johnson is, you know. Mm. Fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, he's made a lot of movies, so he somebody has. likes him. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie—that's uh, up there. Yeah, that looks a little suspect. That does look suspect. But I think uh, I will say this: that you know, say what you want about the Transformers mm-hmm. um, series. Uh, yep. Uh, I'm still going to see that movie. Mm-hmm. I, I love the Transformers. I love the new People. Transformers. Yeah. I don't know why. I it's like it's like it's like Twinkies, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no nutritional value, right? As a matter of fact, they're not even made anymore, right? Mm-hmm. But you could hand me one right now, and I'd eat it, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, Twinkie, it's delicious." That's right. So that's my take. What about you, Ryan? Well, there's a lot of on this list of we were, you know, we we had to go to the labs, do some <laughs> research, and cl- can, like you know, come up with a list of these movies that we we found were were going to come. This come out this summer and be these like quote unquote summer blockbusters. Right. Some of them will not be blockbusters. No, in no, fact, no. some of them will probably disappear within a couple of weeks. Um, yep. And my money on that would be there's a couple different ones on here that struck that kind of struck me. The Expendables three. Yeah. Have you ever? I, I, I saw even, one of the Expendables. I don't even, no, no, I didn't see any of them. I haven't seen any of them, but it, it looks terrible. And it, there's like. There's already two of them, and there's going to be a third one? I didn't even know that that even happened. How did that even happen? I tell you what, man. What happened was is that they basically just got a bunch of big-name people okay. to say, look, you're all going to be in this movie, you all have tiny roles, mm-hmm. and you get paid a lot of money, mm-hmm. and we'll make our money. So my question is, who's in this? Stallone? Stallone? What? Um, Harrison Ford? Is that who's in? I hope not. I don't know. Stallone? Oh, gosh. I don't want to watch the trailer to find out. I know, I know. Well, well Stallone's okay. a big one. Stallone, so Stallone always people. <laughs> what are the odds that we could have a summer blockbuster next year? That's mm-hmm. like the gentleman story. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, you know, Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, you know, some big name people. You know, like Man. maybe some younger people. Maybe Dr. Dre could be in there. <laughs> you know? He's probably in his mid-40s, right? No, he's got to be older than that. 50? He was he was a rapper in the 80s. Okay, I mean, yeah. He's, he's up there. Okay. So... Well, anyway, so maybe some younger people besides Dr. Dre. Um, you mm-hmm. know, like... Uh, Tim Cook? Tim Cook, okay. <laughs> He'd have a bit part where he like, right. meets with us about our podcast. Right. Because he's very Boys. upset about this. New and noteworthy. Yeah. Uh, look. <laughs> help me fix this. Yeah, help me help me help you. Okay, so maybe Gentleman at the Movie, next summer blockbuster? Mm-hmm. I think could so. Could be. Um, I think it has a legitimate chance as a lot of these other... Movies that we're right. seeing on her, uh, Hercules. Did you like um, any of the Planet of the Apes? I which one? Oh, it's, uh, okay. I mean, so I mean the, the new one ones. Of, the new ones. Did you like any of the new Planet of the Apes? Is Mark Wahlberg in the yes. one that is the uh, that's the um, Tim Burton one? 
Is uh, Mark Wahlberg in the Tim Burton one? Like in the last few years? It's, it was like five years ago. Uh, yeah, the first remake. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mark I think Wahlberg's so. in that? Yeah. I think so. I watched that one. I'm yeah. a Tim Burton fan. Yeah? That was a weird movie. That was a Tim Burton movie? I believe so. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, I did not... I don't think I cared for that. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, let me look this up here. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah, that's the... Oh, two, five years ago. 2001. Oh. So it's been 13 years. <laughs> Time flies when you both... <gasps> yeah, exactly. Much like the uh, protagonist in Planet of the Apes, I apparently jumped in a time machine and right. uh, lost track of time. Right. So yeah, the the new I, I actually like the Tobey Maguire Spider Man's. Uh, they came out when I like the first one came out when I was in high school. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know. Okay. Senior in high yeah. school. I uh, I think it's more of like a nostalgia thing for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, Definitely like a '90s movie kind of thing. Or yeah, whatever. it's the early 2000s. Yeah. So I I, I kind of have that. The Spider Man two. Uh, Have you seen the new Spider-Man? Like, this guy's Spider-Man thing? You know who it is, Eduardo from... uh, Social Network. Social Network. Uh, Have you seen it? No. It's terrible. Okay. It's absolutely terrible. Okay, so there's already been one made? This is the second one. Oh, so you saw the first one. I saw the first one. Did you get your money back? Uh, It's one of the... Usually, if I hate a movie, I'll I'll watch it. I'll Mm -hmm. finish it. I'll watch it. I think I stopped this one three-fourths of the way through. Wow. You know? Before the climax. Because... A resolution. It was so terrible. Eduardo is not Superman. Or Spider-Man. Sorry. Um, And it was just very... I don't know. Did did you like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans? You know, it's kind of like you said. It's... uh, I'll watch it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's back in the day, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know... It's like the quintessential, like, if, you know... there's like TV stations that always have movies running, mm-hmm. and it always seems to be one of the movies. And you're like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. If it's on, I'll watch yeah, this. Yeah, 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 I could watch it. Yeah, uh, this is not that. No, yeah. Spider-Man, uh, X-Men. Yeah, uh, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I've never watched any of those actually. Um, um, I'm curious about the Godzilla movie. I've been hearing good things about this. Movie. Really? I've been hearing that. I like the other one with Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Oh, no, wow. no, 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 no. Sorry, I'm confusing Godzilla and King Kong. <laughs> Sorry. The with King Kong and Jack, Jack Black. Black. Yeah. yeah, that's actually good. I yeah. like that one That's a, a Peter Jackson movie. No, no, no. Yeah. I watched yeah. the Matthew Roderick version in the yeah. theaters. I was about. I didn't want to say anything, but I was about to say that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah. don't remember very much about that movie. Yeah, I don't either. I, I remember Le- there was like a, pu- like a Puff Daddy, like Led Zeppelin. Uh-huh. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that part of it, which yeah. is very unfortunate as well. I had that, I love actually yeah I really like that soundtrack. But <laughs> so the thing is like supposedly this Godzilla movie I saw trailers for it and I was like this isn't gonna be good. Right. Everybody's giving a good review. Everybody says it's really good. Huh. I well, think it's supposed to be like one of the big summer blockbusters. It's got the guy from Breaking Bad, Brian Carlson. Mm-hmm. Cranston. Excuse me. It's getting good reviews, man. Interesting. I, th- I think it might be a legit movie. So. Is it just? Is it just him? I mean, are there, are there other actors? See, I, I'm I I don't keep up with movies. I neither do I really. I just I saw a trailer for it before a movie that I watched recently, and uh, it looked you know it looked I mean frankly it looked kind of stupid, but <laughs> you know uh, but uh, like a lot of like major like well respected critics are like well, actually this is pretty legit. This mm-hmm. is actually a pretty legit. This is like the like somebody I, I read some review of it where they said like this is the first. Like you know, remake of Godzilla since they made the original that actually is good. Hmm. So, 
<clears throat> anyway, I well, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see it. I like I like big budget. Yeah, there's sometimes you know, you're just in the mood for like the big budget, like you know, you know, turn your brain Bay. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip yeah. the switch, turn your brain off, and yeah. just go sit there and get entertained. It's like yeah, it's like yeah, it's like it's like almost means summer to like yeah. watch those. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. So. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I like the big blockbuster movie right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think everybody does. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a summer blockbuster. They wouldn't be, right. You know? Right. So. Okay. Yeah, it just seems like a lot of these, these are like brands that are just kind of tired. Like X-Men. How many X-Men movies do we need yeah. to make? Well, it, it's gonna, they're going to make them until you stop going to the theaters, people. Until you stop making money from them. Exactly. Um, I will see, I'm going to see Godzilla. Yeah. Because I've heard that, good things about that. Uh, and then I will not watch most of these. I will go see, um, not that, not that, not that, not that. None of these, none of these, none of these. I will go see, well, I'm going to go see Godzilla. That's what I'll go see. Yep. And that's it. Everything else I will skip. My wife would probably want to watch How to Drain Your Dragon. How to Train, How to Drain, how to drain Your Dragon. <laughs> Is that on YouTube? Or, oh, uh, don't. Don't, don't search for that. How to Train Your Dragon. Two. Uh, you, you're not going to watch Transformers? No, I've never seen any of the Transformers. Um, really? I I can't. You know, I just I can't get behind that. It's, I, they're they're it's, like a, it's too beloved of a memory from my childhood. Oh, okay, okay. Because See, I, I, I had Transformers. Up. Okay, you know, I didn't. Um, grow up. Or at least my. I mean, uh, I knew some older people that had Transformers than me. Right. That I borrowed them and I. Uh, yeah. I had Transformers. Oh, okay. I was saying I didn't grow up watching the the, the cartoon. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I did. Much. I did. I did. Okay. I, I definitely did. So I, it's so hard for me to say goodbye to yesterday, Glenn. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, okay, yeah, summer blockbusters. We can both agree that we're not going to see Hercules. Yes, or Teenage Mutant. And Teenage yeah, if you see somebody at the theaters at these movies that looks like me, it's not me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Um, Finally, yep. final question from the Gentleman Mailbag. Um, if there was a Gentleman Olympics, so like Gentleman Games, mm-hmm. maybe not Olympics, maybe that's the wrong word, but if there's Gentleman Games, what sport would you most like to see at these at these games? Caber toss. Caber toss. Okay. So, so what was what's a caber toss? Caber toss. Uh, it's like Highland Games, right? The Scottish Highland Games. Okay. Uh, you know, you you got your kilt on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, with or without uh, skivvies, right? Usually it's without, right? Mm-hmm. These are this is uh, well, it's a pro. No fooling around. Yeah, you gotta reduce wind wind resistance. Right, though you'd think there'd be more. That's true. Uh, kind of depending not, on yeah aerodynamics. Right. Well, okay. Anyway, so you're, you're wearing a kilt, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a uh, what? Well, um, uh, I don't know, trunk of a tree, like a small tree or something like that. Mm-hmm. A lot. A, a, a lot. A long log right. that uh, okay. that you're uh, you hoist into the air and oh, throw it as far oh, as you can. You throw you know, the trees behind you. Can. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. I so that's the caber the toss. Okay. Right. The, it, the name doesn't really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That, so I, I don't know why that just came to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good one. Yeah. I was thinking about. I was doing a little bit of research on this, and I looked up this this thing that they do, which is very similar to what the gentleman games might be. It was mm-hmm. it's a lumberjack competition. Oh. Uh, they have sixty different events, I think. Wow. Um, like log like rolling, that. like all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's yeah. not maybe it's not sixty; it's more like twenty or something like that. Oh, but okay. still, it's a lot of different events. Of- they do log rolling, like you said, where like two people be on a log trying to like in sync, <laughs> like Man. stay above the log, and it's pretty impressive because they they stay on there for quite some time. But 
They also have events like 60-foot uh, tree climb, which is like you, you saddle up to a tree, you climb up 60 feet. Do you get a harness down. or anything? Or? Yeah. They, you, you put a harness around the tree, and then you climb up the tree as fast uh, as you okay. can. Okay. You know? It's, it's, it sounds unimpressive when you have a harness, but it's pretty impressive. It's 60 feet. 60 feet high. Yeah, I'm not, That's a big climb to make. Uh, and they make it quite deftly, I will say. Wow. Um, is this like with branches in the way? Like, do they have no, 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 no. It's, like it's like a smooth so tree. Okay. So... But then they also have one where they have to like I think I don't know what it's called. They like they scale the tree with an axe. They they like hit a branch into the tree and then they stand on the branch and then they like chop the tree down, I think. And then like pull the branch out and then I think it's this weird deal where they like create a stand for themselves to stand on in the tree and then proceed to chop it down. In in the tree that they're cutting down? Exactly. Yeah. You sure this wasn't like a magic show? Well, it, it sounds like it, kind of, you know. But um, how do you it's, they, they chop beat, down a tree you're standing on? Well, you, you they they beat this like piece of wood into the side of the tree, so like drive a like so it's like a you know uh, what's it called? It's like, you know it's at an angle. It's okay. like a V, you know. Okay, it's like so, a wedge kind of. Yeah, it's like a wedge. Okay, so they beat this wedge into the tree. Okay, and they jump up and stand on it, and then they start like knocking the rest of the tree down, and they pull the wedge out. Knock the wedge down again. Oh, so they're just successfully going yeah. down the tree and chopping it. Mm-hmm. Huh. So stuff like that, pretty impressive. You think there'd be a more efficient way to do that? Well, to chop down a tree. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, so I think it could, this could be very similar. See, they were talking about how this lumberjack games takes place in this tiny town in Wisconsin, where you know nothing else goes on there the rest of the year, but then like people from all over the world descend on this tiny town. To witness these lumberjack, it's like games. lumberjack Woodstock, exactly. So this could be like gentleman Woodstock, <laughs> where we have like the best members, best members from the site. All right, we select the games, right? Which could be like the caber toss, okay, okay, uh, the sixty foot tree scale. I'm getting on board now. So and then we, you know, we have them sign some documents that say they won't sue us. <laughs> waiver, yes, and the, yes, a big waiver that has several pages long. <laughs> and then we allow them to con- compete in the games, and then we could we could judge and say. You know, yes, this person definitely scaled that sixty foot tree the best. Wow, we're gonna need to host this somewhere where there are sixty foot trees. <sighs> yeah, it's gonna be a tough, like flat trees. Flat trees, yeah, Not flat, branchless, branchless trees. <laughs> yeah, naked trees. Naked. Well, I'm sure, there's maybe a park in town. <laughs> Maybe a one and a half acre lot somewhere. Yeah, we're gonna need a, 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 at least two or three naked trees, yeah. sixty feet tall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and preferably they're they're able to chop them down. Well, that's the thing that these trees that they're scaling, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're chopping down successively. You were mm-hmm. talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. How how like what's the diameter of the of the tree trunk we're mm. talking about? I don't know, a couple feet, a foot, a foot maybe. So like that. So like yeah. uh, so just like a telephone pole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm yeah. still pretty impressed that they're able to. Mm-hmm. Huh? Impressive. Um, so yeah, I mean the city of Lawrence, right? Mm-hmm. They do the uh, was it like the track and field thing downtown? Yeah. So maybe, but maybe they could just give us some land to do the gentleman games on. Yeah. Like rent us some land, maybe like in the middle of downtown or something. <laughs> you know, I think it would be pretty awesome. Actually. actually, it would be. Yeah, the caber toss through like in front of some flower bike shop or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They do lots of. That's a cool thing about mm-hmm. Lawrence they do lots of events through downtown. Exactly. So um, it would be slightly dangerous for the spectators because right. if you're tossing a big tree right. around, somebody could mm-hmm. get hit in the face. Their ice cream could get knocked over. I don't know. Right. Lots of different things could happen. Their ice cream. Yeah. 
Silas and Maddie's cone. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. But oh. I think we should arrange this. Okay. So I think that we could look into the gentleman games yes. for 2015. Yep. Um, so start training now. Uh, I don't know what you can train for. Something involving trees. I would start scaling trees. Um, you know, what, what about growing like trees. A, like, a, like a greased pig. Greased pig. Competition. That could work. Yeah. Uh, throwing throwing the trees in the river and running on them, <laughs> you know, and floating down them. Just start trying to do some of this stuff. Okay, but don't sue us. We would we we would never really advise. This mm. is just a joke. We're not really saying we should go play with um, huge trees. We need some lawyers on retainer. Oh, yeah, I didn't think for about like this. when these issues. Please come use up. your your best judgment yeah. when doing these things, and do not um, actually wow. listen to our advice regarding this. Oh man. Um. Well, on that note. On that note. <laughs> uh, so, this is what got us on new and noteworthy. Exactly. Segments like yeah. that. Terrible. Yeah, terrible ideas. <laughs> That's what it should be called. Terrible, terrible ideas. ideas. Terrible ideas with Brian yeah, and Glenn. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so stay away from trees. Yep. That's well, the that's the takeaway from just this. Leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. So that was the uh, that was the gentleman podcast for this week. That was episode eleven, Glenn. Number eleven. I know it's so crazy. We've had eleven episodes, and now we have fifteen listeners, including Mr. Tim Cook. This doesn't scale well. No, it doesn't. Uh, for time and effort. Mm-hmm. And they found out facts about me, like I never finished <laughs> Zelda when I was a kid. And uh, it's embarrassing. Well, please don't tell anybody. If, if only fifteen people know, it's not. No one will know. It won't get out. You know. I don't know. You know, like, friend tells a friend, tells a friend. Kind of like how Gentleman started. Oh, right? yeah. Friend told yeah, a friend, yeah, yeah. told a friend, told a friend. Fox News. Fox News. Yeah. Time Magazine. Yeah. Newsweek. Yeah. Back before they got canned. Yeah. I mean, that's how these things start, Brian. Mm-hmm. Just have that's to have true. something noteworthy. Well, please don't, please don't put that in my Wikipedia page. Great. And now, people are going to associate... Okay, imagine this headline. Gentleman founder never finished Zelda. Well, I'm linked... Uh, Lint, Lint. Lint. <laughs> I'm linked to this uh, this accusation. Well, that might not be 100 percent true because I could still finish the game tonight. All right, and and then I will have finished it, and they can't say that about me because that's a will we edit this out then? If you finish it, <sighs> you <know>. have <laughs> update to the podcast. Yeah, Brian I, actually I, finished. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> so I will finish the game, and then I will put an addendum on our podcast page that right. says Brian actually did subsequently finish Zelda so you cannot publish a def- defaming article on me yep. uh, about or how I didn't finish Glenn. Zelda or Glenn about how he's friends with someone that didn't finish Ugh. Zelda okay well now we have that established this was episode 11 of the Gentleman Podcast thank you for listening to us yes visit podcast.gentleman.com send us a self-addressed stamped envelope with a gentleman uh, mailbag question to PO Box <laughs> 442 or 442-3- 442-305 <laughs> Uh, Lawrence, Kansas, 66044. Uh, Genuit co-founders. You can send us mail there. Mm-hmm. Um, and is this, is this where we awkwardly sign off? Yeah, this is where we are, do the awkward sign off. Okay. So you go, you go first this time. Okay. Uh, it's been real, everyone. See ya. <laughs> 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 <laughs>